you ready, Christian? I am ready. Hello, hello, all hello. you nostalgic. Wow, you were not ready. You said you were ready, but you weren't ready. Um, 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 Gondorians. Sure. I'm your host, Corbin Andrews. Always ready for the nostalgic person of the week. Next to me is Christian Flincham. Hello there. And across the way, next to me in spirit is Kendra Mickles. In time it's definitely and spirit. always in spirit. Yes. Always in spirit. <laughs> always. Some say you haunt me, Kendra. At night, I just <laughs> you wake up. You've been haunted by three spirits. And you're you're there. All Kendra. <laughs> I say, I do not wish to see them, and you say, oh, they live. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, man, we are off to a great start on this podcast, I'd say. I'd say... What are we at? Well. What are we at? Episode, like, 24? I think this is 23. Ooh, next episode, I'm, I'm choosing 24 for our 24th episode. Oh. Oh, you could, actually, because it'll I, be your not- turn. Well, it's not really nostalgic, so the stars align really for that. I'll give it a one point five. Yeah, don't this worry. is number twenty-three. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 20... I watched a couple twenty-fours. We should have done the mo- the movie twenty-three with Aww. Jim Carrey. Oh man, it's a not we are really... horrible movie. <laughs> we are really. I've never seen it. It's well, you're... it's a horror movie. I think no. it's pre- I think it's all right. Or it's it's like not a psychologically horror. disturbed, right? It, it's kind of like it's a mystery. It is almost like they're stretching the plot out, so it's like everything adds to twenty three, and you're like, okay. It, I mean, I sure, but it's not like, real, or like, is it real, or is it just him mentally? I think that they like. I don't know. I I haven't seen that movie since it came out in middle school no i was in a freshman in high school but it was pretty like every look everything adds to 23 yeah and there's like there's like a 23 there's a separate like pulp storyline going on it's it's a it's a weird watch but yeah i I didn't really care for it but hmm. anyway I may watch it sometime in my lifetime. I don't know. Kendra, I have some exciting news what? that probably nobody is going to care about, but I just can't contain it. I only have 100 pages left in John Adams. What? I have been reading that book since probably like 2015. You're doing so, it. So I am doing it. It's so happening. I'm, I'm very pumped for it. Also... On a side note, I am the combine is coming up, the NFL combine. Getting pretty excited about that. Heck yes. So, you know, that's not nostalgic for most people, but in a way, it is nostalgic for me because I've watched it every year since about eighth grade. So, there's some nostalgia to it, I'd mm-hmm. say. So, and as we get closer to the draft, I will definitely sprinkle in some nostalgic facts for it's, people who care about the NFL draft, it's which is like. Two of us. It's pronounced the dwaft. The dwaft. It's with pronounced five two. Oh, 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 oh. oh my god! I'm just kidding. No one will get that joke. No so one. No one. I definitely don't. Five get it. Toe. You don't get that joke. No. 
Kendra. Kendra. Wow. Uh, How <laughs> have you ever been to a Lifeway Christian bookstore? Yeah. Oh, are we talking about KJ52? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Kendra, it wasn't on that wavelength. We have shouldn't have to say which KJ we're talking about. You should just know. You didn't say KJ. You just said five two. That could mean exactly. anything. It, nope. It yep. It's the same thing. What have your elf eyes seen? Everlast, what do your elf eyes see? Oh, let me tell you what my elf eyes have seen. So on Friday, I did the unthinkable. And I went to the theater to see Legos Part 2. Now. What? Yeah. To With, see. Just by yourself? No. No, 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 no. Can I please? This is okay. my time. I'm sorry. This is my time. So I went, but before that, I had never seen the first one. So I watched the first one and then immediately got in the car and saw the second one with Christian and a buddy of ours and his two kids. And oh, the boy, kids. I was like, why are you guys uh, choosing to go to this movie? Now, I was pretty Legoed out by the end of it. Um, but I, and they kind of just bled together in my mind. But I really, I think the Legos movies are my favorite animated movie in the past, I don't know, 10 15 years of my life. I just really enjoy them. They're fun. They have enough to entertain children, but also entertain me as an adult. Um, and they, it's kind of a weird world where they just make fun of themselves as well. Um, I love the Lego Batman movie. That was um, my favorite. That was, my, I think, my favorite too. But yeah, <laughs> I, I loved everything about the first one, I will say, is better, um, but that's kind of with everything. So the first one was really, really good. Chris Pratt is really good in both of them, and it kind of the first one kind of had a little bit more magic. It also, this isn't giving anything away. It immediately picks up right where the first one left off, and the first one came out in 2014, and the second one came out in 2019. So it's kind of a bit of a head scratcher that they waited this long to to come out with part two. Right. Now obviously well, they you, were doing the other Lego movies. Right. You had the Batman movies and you had and you had the Lego Ninjago movie, but it still Ninjago didn't make a lot of money and it was kind of a I, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird decision to have it out there for that long mm. um, before making the other one. But all in all, I enjoyed both of them. A lot of good singing. I hate that stupid Everything is Awesome song. I was just about to say, I'm doing that with my kids for the spring concert this I year. Cannot, I cannot stand that song. And it <laughs> is directly because of my mother. But I cannot stand it. So, But it's good. Other than that, it's good. I was on a track to finishing Godless before we recorded, but somebody couldn't record when we normally record and is not taking responsibility for himself. So we had to push it up a day. I, so I, I have one episode to go, so that <laughs> shall that shall wait, I guess. I didn't even hear what you said because I don't even care. <laughs> you said he's not taking responsibility for myself, and I just said... I take no responsibility. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'll say mine. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, you you done? go. You're done with I'm your done. elf eyes? Yeah. 
I'll say this: the Lego Movie Two. The cutest thing about that was the stars and the hearts. Yeah, very much. Oh adorable. my gosh, totes adorbs. They're like weapons. Yeah, but they blow up, and they they're like hi <laughs> right before they <laughs> blow up. It's great. In in like the voice of Kirby, basically, like a high pitched, cute. Yeah, it's a fun universe. I I mean, Legos is something that we all grew up with as children. It's a fun universe. It kind of operates in a world that you would operate in as a child, kind of, uh, you know, making fun of Legos breaking and, and, you know, the first one they have to defeat the, I can't remember what they call the, they call it like crackle or whatever. And it's the crazy glue crackle. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. That's because they wouldn't be able to come apart, you know, yeah. and that's really fun. So, anyway, all in all, very good. Christian, yeah. I'm sorry for cutting you off. No. Um, I, t- I take responsibility for that. One thing you forgot to mention, we just started Gundam Build Fighters. Oh, yeah. Which... So, after our G Gundam talk, I wanted to... Christian has a lot of Gundam that I've never watched, and he said, well, we should start with this, and it's the dumbest Gundam I think I've ever watched. It's good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, it, it is pretty good. I like there's it. There's just a couple things annoying about it. The main character says Ragey. Like the, there's a character named Ragey and a character named Say. And Say says the word Ragey. His voice is just kind of annoying. After like every sentence. And he's unfortunately the main character. So. And uh, they say Gumpla a lot. Yeah. Like it's all about. It's basically like Yu-Gi-Oh for the Gundam world. Like. They yeah. build these Gundam models. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's a fun universe. It's like they all, it's like basically instead of Gundams, they're like these models that come to life in a, in a, like an arena type thing and people battle them. And so it's more of like a, it's more of like a hobby sport type thing than for, for war and, and weapons. It's a, it's in a way it's like if, I don't know if somehow we were able to make models of like football players and, and like our teams go up against each other, you know? Mm. So it's fun. It's, it's, it like encompasses all the worlds. Yeah. Um, It's pretty short too. It's only 25 episodes. So like I watched it in a week, a while back, but yeah, that's a pretty good series. I also finished, uh, you on Netflix. Oh, did you watch that? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my, my friend, John, my friend, John was like, you should definitely watch this. So I watched the first episode and then I was hooked after that. Um, yeah, it's got Shay Mitchell in it, which Shay, if you're listening, you have my heart. Um, (laughs) anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's really good. I mean, it's not very long. I think it's only like 10 episodes that are out right now. Apparently there's a second season though. No, not yet. I just read that that... that Second season coming, I guess. That show was on... It was on some random channel, like Hallmark... Not Hallmark. It was on some channel, and it, like, nobody watched it. And then it came to Netflix, and now everyone is obsessed with it. Oh, okay. I really like the name of the girl that he's obsessed with. Her name's Guinevere Beck. That's a Mm, cool name. That is a cool name. They call her Beck, though. They only call her Guinevere. She's a writer so they only call her Guinevere when it's like talking about her as a writer and stuff but 
I thought Beck is a pretty cool name. It's pretty good. I mean, I like uh, Pin Bagley. I don't even know how you say his name. Pin Bagley. Bagley. Isn't John Tucker Must Die? If anyone remembers that movie. Mm. <laughs> He's pretty good. He's also an Easy A. Oh, He's we all know how boy. you feel about Easy A. Yeah, I love Easy A. Never seen it. I've so, never seen it either. It's good. It's. I hear it's witty, Christian. Would you it's class, witty. Would you oh, classify yeah. it as it's witty? It's a witty rom-com, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Teenage rom-com. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I was kind of depressed about the end. That's all I'm going to say about it, though. That's all I'm going to say. It's, I mean, it gets dark. It gets heavy. Mm, kind of like this podcast. It makes you care. Dark and heavy. It makes you care for people. Mm. And then just darkness. But yeah, I'll probably watch the second season, I think. Nice. Now that I've invested at least the first season. Mm. If it goes on for like seven, then heck no. But if it's just a couple seasons, I'll watch this it. This is so good, man. <laughs> I'm so glad everybody's hearing about this. Yep. If anybody else wants to hear about Christian's riveting take on you, you should <laughs> follow him on Instagram or something, and he'll tell you all about it. Nah, Snapchat. I, don't follow me Facebook. There. Everyone follow Christian. I won't update any of those. <laughs> you should write a blog about it, Christian. My thoughts on you. <laughs> Kendra, what about you? Please save this podcast. It was a good TV <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, it was good. Shane Mitchell has my heart. Everybody else was pretty good. I'll, like, watch it if there's, like, seven more seasons. <laughs> if there's not Christian's seven more review seasons. in a nutshell. <laughs> um, well, I've been on break this week, so um, my husband usually streams on Twitch every night, and we've been... Eric? Eric, yeah, it's my husband, and we've been streaming together this week. We've been playing Super Mario 64, which is one of the most nostalgic games uh, to me. Um, mm. And I don't... Corbin, did we ever beat it? God, no. No? Okay. Had, no. He asked me, no. and I was like, maybe we did? I don't no, know. No, there's no way. I did not have the attention span as a first grader to to, to defeat that. It's our uncle, Our uncle did. He, he uh, looked up how to get all of them, and he yeah. did. Well, and I thought... He was a god after that. <laughs> um, Eric has already declared we're not going after all 120 stars because you only need 70 to face the final Bowser and get Peach back. So yeah, he we're got probably all... just going to 70. He got all of them, and it was the craziest thing. Yeah, I literally. Too much. Yeah, it was wild. It's too much. Um, but yeah, so we've been having fun playing that. Uh, there have been some frustrating moments. The first night. We got to the first time you face Bowser, you know, you have to, like, go through the castle and then you, like, get to him at the end. Eric, right. I think he tried it 50 times and he just, he kept dying and he finally just, like, rage quit at the end and was like, we're done. We'll come back to this tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the, the second night we had, I sent you a video of us trying to get that one star and i just like he gave me the controller and i just like fell like was, the star was right there and i just fell that so, was such a classic kinder move yeah oh it was too. so frustrating i was very frustrated but anyway so we have 40 stars currently so we need 30 more stars um so we'll see 
how that goes. But it's been fun replaying it. I He's always like, do you remember this? And I'm like, yeah. Um, though we just got to a level that I'm like, I've never seen this before. So I think I'm getting to, to new stuff for me. Mm. Um, watched two Mahershala Ali movies this week. Yeah, boy. Fun. Yeah, boy. Mahershala Ali. Um, the first one was Alita Battle Angel, uh, which I did not even realize that he was going to be in it, but he is. <laughs> um, so here's what happened when we saw Alita Battle Angel. Uh, I thought that we were on the same page throughout the whole movie and then we stood up to leave and i said i can't even remember what i said i said something and eric was like wait did you not like it and i was like no that was really bad and he was like oh i really liked it (laughs) and we pretty much haven't talked about it since (laughs) wow this is gonna be a huge divide in your relationship (laughs) i know i know um but what he has said is that he really liked it um, because he said it like felt and looked like uh, a manga brought to life, um, which I would agree with. My problem with it wasn't... I thought it looked really good. I thought she looked really good. I thought the world looked really good. All of that was great. It, for me, it was the plot. There was, there was just too much going on for me. Like... She's trying to figure out who she is because she doesn't remember, like, where she came from. And then she also finds this sport called motorball, and she wants to play that. But then she wants is it to like, be... Is it like rollerball? Motorball is like basketball mixed with roller derby on rockets. Roller... That, it's called rollerball. Well, it's called from... motorball in this, and... Yeah, but that's a movie, rollerball, with, uh... Oh, yeah. With, uh, what's his name? James Can. The movie's crazy. Go ahead, continue. Um, but then she also wants to be a crime fighter. I don't know. And then the whole time they're talking about, like, they're on the ground, and then above them is this floating city called Zala, I think. And they're just all like, we want to get there. And everyone's like, you can't get there. Nobody gets there. And so then there's that. They're, like, trying to get up there. So, I don't know. For me, Mm. too much going on. I would have rather focused on just one thing. But, yeah. So, uh, surprise, though. Because I really thought Eric was hating it, too. And then we stood up and realized that he loved it and I didn't like it at all. (laughs) And I was really disappointed because I was really looking forward to this movie. So, (laughs) I'm really bummed that I didn't like it. Uh, yeah, that's not surprising. The whole I'm beginning to me felt like a Disney Channel original movie. Like the first 30 minutes. Cool. So, Kinder, you love those. I know, but that's not what I wanted in this movie. <laughs> I wanted to see a, a cyborg fighting people in cool ways. And there was yeah. a little of that, but not enough. Anyway, uh, and then last night we went and saw Green Book, also starring Mahershala Ali. Uh, it was pretty good. I enjoyed yeah. it. The old people in the theater with us were tickled by everything Viggo Mortensen said. <laughs> they just were like... <laughs> That's what I find myself. I am always tickled by what Viggo says. <laughs> uh, they were cracking up a like, lot. I mean, I laughed oh, a lot, Vigo. too. I laughed, too, but they were just like... They were dying. 
Um, but anyway, Green Book is about Viggo Mortensen uh, is kind of racist, but then he gets a job driving Mahershala Ali, who is a pianist, on this tour, and they're going into, like, the Deep South. Um, so he is kind of, like, his bodyguard and his driver, and he gets him where he's supposed to go. Um, and along the way, of course, they become friends and learn about each other and stop being so racist. Mm. So, mm. uh, it was good. It was a very, it was a very heartwarming watch. And I definitely see why they're both nominated. So, yeah, I would recommend that one. So I have three to go. I have to see Vice, The Favorite, and Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, man. So I'm probably... Save the best for last. Yeah, I'm probably gonna do... I don't know. I can watch The Favorite. I can stream it here, I think, at my house. But I don't think I can for Vice. So I may have to go to the theater for Vice and then watch the other two at my house. So, we'll see. I feel like there was one more thing I watched, but maybe that was it. We'll say that's it for now. Okay. okay. Well, Kendra, why don't you go ahead and break us off some fancy feast? Yep, break off a piece of that fancy feast. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. So this is the news segment of the show, the news of course, is the Fancy Feast, and we break off a piece of it. So we had a couple trailers this week. Child's Play, which I did not watch. You two would have been the ones to watch that. Oh, I no, that I did not. Okay. I knew it was coming. I did not see the hit. Well, the hit trailer out is yet. out. It's going to be starring Aubrey Plaza, who you love. Oh, I do love so, her. So uh, you should watch the trailer and tell us about it. I am not interested in this at all. Uh, we also got a trailer for Frozen 2, and this trailer is one of the best trailers I've seen in a very long time. It was such a good trailer. <laughs> so, I guess, I don't know, it starts out, Elsa is, have you both seen Frozen? Yeah, unfortunately. We watched it with you, remember? You watched it with me? <laughs> I think, yeah. I think yeah, we know you we and Eric. Okay, we that, did. that yeah. sounds right. Um, but anyway, Elsa, the one with the of powers is like stuck on an island and she's trying to like freeze the water and get off the island and she can't um and it just looks like like after you watch it you're just like what is happening i don't understand um and the music like swells it was very good i highly recommend the trailer so i'm excited for that um, the Simpsons got renewed for season 31 and 32. So wow, wow, still, news, still going. Simpsons fans. I, uh, I mean, I got Simpsons. nothing to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Simpsons, honestly. Um, SpongeBob spinoffs planned as Nickelodeon chief Brian Robbins tries to win back young viewers. This is hmm. a article on Variety. Um, so. I guess they're thinking about spinning off Spongebob. I don't know. But I guess it's going to be viewed towards the younger people. I don't know any younger people that don't like Spongebob at the moment. So I don't know why they feel the need well, to do that. I don't Maybe it's Maybe it has had a dip from younger audiences. I mean, we like it, but maybe people mm. in, middle, in middle school nowadays don't. I don't, I don't know. 
I'll have to ask all the middle schoolers that I hang out with if they, <laughs> if they like it. I wonder what kids watch these days. Stupid things. YouTube, probably. Jake they Paul. They watch you, yeah, Jake Paul. Christian and middle schoolers love Jake Paul. That's really? for sure. Who, my, they wanted me to put on a Jake Paul video. They, oh, no. My fifth graders are doing a project, and they had to choose a musician, and they're going to research them and uh, give us a report. Uh, like make a poster and they were like can we do jake paul and i was like no <laughs> no you may not and they're like but he's a musician and i was like he does not have one appropriate song <laughs> absolutely not it's every day bro he's no, got that you. one no thank you <laughs> no thanks uh, there's nothing i like about about jake paul christian no. loves jake paul he's, if he can if he could idiot. like if he could have like one dinner, celebrity okay. dinner with he's somebody, a bad it would be Jake Paul. He's a bad person. He's about to try to discredit what he's like. What but I just said. I respect him in a Christian way. Christian not only respects him, he loves him. I mean, he's figured out a way to make money off the internet, and he's doing a really good job at it. Christian loves him, even though it's like I think it's doing bad things to you. Christian is but that's head, another podcast. Christian is head of <laughs> is head of the Jake Paul fangirl. Facebook page. Definitely not. Uh, I didn't watch the boxing event that he did, though. The rigged one? Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Oh, wait. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. I did, too. It was stupid. Anyway. Anyway, continue. Uh, are you guys fans of the show Psych? Uh, not really. Uh, I watched it. Actually, I've seen a couple episodes of it, though. I've, yeah, I've seen a good amount, but I'm not a fan. I haven't seen all of the episodes, but I, I love that show. But it's getting a movie sequel. Okay. So it apparently I... already had a movie uh, in 2017, and now it's getting another movie. Oh, interesting. So. Kind of weird that they're doing that now. Yeah, it, it's a, it's, has it been off the air for a while? I think so. This says, um, I'm on TVLine.com, plans to shoot Psych the Movie 2 last summer were put on hold due to scheduling conflicts. Um, mm. Oh, yeah, because the uh, the guy that is the main guy, he's in that show, that new show. Every, a million, every, a million things. Yeah. A million stupid things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Psych the Movie 2, which will debut on USA Network later this year. Oh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. It'll oh, debut it, later this t- year. Gotcha, it's a TV movie. Yes, yes. Okay, makes sense. All right, bad news for everyone who is hoping they would get to marry Orlando Bloom. Uh, No one, literally no one. uh, He and Katy Perry got engaged on Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, I saw this. I'm so happy for them, just kidding. I am not. I never in a million years would put them together. I wouldn't either, it's kind of odd. Yeah, I always put Orlando with Diana Kruger. Uh, reunite the Troy cast. My first thought was, honestly, we'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been off and on for a while, and now they're engaged, so gotcha. we'll see. I mean, I just want Orlando to be happy, but I, I'm not a huge Katy Perry fan, so yeah. I like Katy Perry's music, but I'm not really into her as a person. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. The last couple of years, she's just kind of been a jerk. <laughs> In certain cases. To Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't mess with Taylor. 
no. Nickelodeon is going to bring back all that. And Are You Afraid of the Dark? Kendra, I'm so glad that you ta- you brought this up because I literally had an article ready to go if you didn't. So well, I think I that it. this... I think that this is the biggest nostalgia news that we've presented on this podcast Whoa. to date. Whoa. That I mean, it's pretty it's pretty uh pretty cool that they're doing this. I Keenan is going to be like behind the scenes. He's producing doing, it. Producing it, that's right. And so um it seems like it's got all the good things. They're going to do some new stuff sprinkled in with some old stuff. I would you know, love to get some Totally Kyle and... Yeah, uh, they've got to bring back some of the original people yeah, to do some stuff. Yeah, so, so I mean, um, yeah. it just seems like... It seems like Judge Trudy or whatever her yeah. name <laughs> It seems like that there's a lot... I mean, all that... Do you think Amanda Bynes would come back? I would... Oh, man. I would love that. I mean, all that She's like is not what acting anymore. gave Keenan and Kel their own show. Amanda Bynes her own show. Um, Good Burger, all those things. Drake and came, Josh. Drake and Josh. All those things came from all that. So it to me, it's it's about dang time. It yeah. should have never gone away in the first place. But <laughs> well, um, that's gonna come out summer of this year, and then uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark is gonna come out October of this year. Okay, I never, I never really watched. I, no, I didn't. Dark. I didn't either, but. Yeah, it always scared me. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you were afraid of the dark then. (laughs) Yeah, in that time of my life, I was. (laughs) Got him! Got him! Did you know that Kenan Thompson was on Snakes on a Plane? I forgot about that. (laughs) No, (laughs) I did not. I'm pretty sure he's the one that either gets bit in the butt or... Christian, you're talking to two people who have never seen it. Oh, man. I don't know. Well, you're missing out. Great film. Speaking of teen favorites that are coming back, the Jonas Brothers are planning a reunion. Oh, God. You, the you Jonas gave such, Brothers. You gave such good news, and then you took it away. You uh, ended us I like the Jonas Brothers. You know who I like of the Jonas Brothers? Say it. Uh, what's his name? Nick? Nick is the best Jonas Brother. I think we can he, all agree on that. Well, he's the most successful one. Today. Joe, but Joe Jonas has Cake by the Ocean. Who's the one that well, married? Who's the one that's dating uh, Sophie Turner? That that's is Joe. Joe. Gotcha. Um, Nate Jonas is uh, in Scream Queens, and he's pretty funny in that. I yeah, he was, was in the new Jumanji movie. I thought it was movie. pretty hilarious. Did you see that? No. no. Oh. I, I'm trying to think what else he was in. I mean, Jumanji. From it, he was in. Uh, or well, I mean, musically, I'm pretty sure he's the only one doing anything now, right? No, Joe Jonas is doing stuff. I Christian, just said do you listen to Kendra? He has Can cake by here? the ocean. We ask you one what? time I don't a week what, for an hour I don't and a half to be is. focused, and you can't do it. <laughs> it's know, not that hard, Christian. I didn't know what the heck cake by the ocean are you serious what is that have you been living in a cave (laughs) have you never had cake by the ocean do you carry a lunchbox (laughs) this is a song okay it came out three years ago oh my word okay so joe jonas joe jonas has a band called dnce oh 
And they have a song called Cake by the Ocean that everybody knows. Christian, are you listening? Yeah. Good. I just looked it up. I've never heard of that, nor have I heard the song. Oh, my word. Must have just skipped my radar completely. Okay, well, it's a great song, so you should listen to it. But anyway, so the Jonas Brothers split up like six years ago, um, but they have announced that they, or they are... um, Let's see. What does this say before I say incorrect things? Um, The brothers recently flew to London to discuss the comeback, which which will include new music and a documentary. So they said, after enjoying solo music success and taking time to work on passion projects, they feel that now is the right time to get back together. So this is on uh, usmagazine.com. Us Weekly. So I'm happy about that. I like the Jonas Brothers, so... I mean, no one likes Kevin, and that's sad for Kevin, but we like <laughs> Nick and Joe, so... I love Kevin. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> the, the one guy that no one even knows his name. Um, like, oh yeah, that other dude that's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> that Kevin. plays bass or something. Yeah. I don't know anything <laughs> about any of the Jonas Brothers, so... I can't I believe care. you don't know Cake by the Ocean. That just blows my mind. I don't know. I mean, I, the just... only reason that I knew Nick Jonas was doing stuff was I saw a music video that he did that was like, clearly he's like moved past the purity ring phase. Yeah. Because he was like naked with some chick. I think it was a Shay Mitchell. He has that honestly. song, Jealous. Is Jealous. There a, does he have a song with Shay Mitchell where they're like, basically nude the whole time in the shower. Christian, this is a G-rated podcast. <laughs> I do not know. Please take your bathroom stall mouth really somewhere know. else. He, I really um, don't know, but I was just like, wow, he's like really gotten mature. <laughs> he's gotten mature. <laughs> he, I like his song Jealous, but I don't know much of his music. He is dating or engaged to Priyanka Chopra. I don't. I don't know who that is. I'm not sure who that is either. She, let me tell you. I don't even know how to. I just want to confirm. She is from. She's in Quantico. Oh, I don't care about that. I think she's the lead in Quantico. Oh, that girl. Dang, Nick. She's also in the new movie. Isn't it romantic? Which Eric keeps trying to get me to see. <laughs> What is Eric's deal? Oh, she was in Baywatch. Yeah, she was in Baywatch. I unashamedly have seen that, and it's good. (laughs) All right, moving on from the J J Brothers. Thank God. Uh, Payless (laughs) is closing all of its stores. Thank God. Payless. Where where are we going to buy our shoes? Where else are we going to pay uh, Amazon for shoes, Christian? (laughs) You buy your shoes online? Yeah. Kirsten's, Kirsten's a psychopath, honestly. <laughs> I buy a lot of things online. How do you I just know they bought, fit? Uh, you just return them if they don't. <laughs> that is so much work. Um, my feet haven't grown since I was like in high school, though, for but real. But shoes fits differently. Yeah, Not I know. Every shoe is the same. I know, but... That's I why mean, you should walk a mile in someone else's shoes, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely do that whenever you get the chance to. <laughs> whenever you get the chance. Literally... Take you know, someone's shoes and run a mile in but, those shoes. You know, if Payless had used that idea for their um, marketing, that business model, they'd probably still be in business. 
Walk That's someone, a good business model. Don't buy from us. Shoes. Beat each other up for your shoes no, and run a mile. Walk on in them. someone else's shoes and pay less. Christian. The Super Bowl commercial has appeared in my mind. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, this really doesn't affect me. I've never bought shoes at Payless, I think. I have not life. bought shoes in probably about a year and a half, so I'm not the one to buy shoes. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're going out of this. Maybe shoe price in general is going down. Well, it's really, I mean, there's a lot of shoe stores at the malls. That's what all I All the malls in America that you've all been the to. Malls, all the malls have like six shoe stores at least. Yeah. And they're all like the same stuff. Mm. It's like Nike, Adidas, Puma. <laughs> <laughs> Puma. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of just like, well, what do we have? What this do we isn't need? nostalgic at all for me, Kendra. Next piece of Payless. news. Payless. Payless is not nostalgic I mean, for me. It's been around forever. So yeah, Good actually, gracious. I think I did buy a one a pair. I bought a pair of New Balances at the beach one year from Payless. So. I have bought shoes. So it is nostalgic for Christian. I have bought shoes <laughs> once from Payless in my lifetime. Christian is is warmed by that this. That same summer I bought you a know, Pedro you guys, t-shirt. You guys <laughs> so. have talked a lot about Payless for people who don't care about Payless. <laughs> Just saying. Kinder, you give us the news and we talk about it. That's our job, Moving all right? On. In 2020, you can go on a Golden Girls-themed cruise. Oh, man, I'm there. I've seen the Golden Girls before. So yeah. this is from CNN. The Golden <laughs> Girls Etsy experience set sail from Miami, Florida, where main characters Rose, Blanche, Dorothy, and Sophia lived on February 24th, 2020, with stopovers at Key West and Cozumel, Mexico. Described as a once-in-a-lifetime gathering, the five-night high-seas adventure also incorporates a Golden Girls bar crawl, a fancy dress party, and dinner a bingo night, and a karaoke party at Rusty Anchor, Blanche's go-to place for meeting men on the 80s show. There's that. Oh, maybe I haven't seen the show. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> oh, my word. This is in rare form tonight. What like happened to show, I give you the news like and you show, discuss it? I like the show you. It's good. Everyone's good. Oh, I've seen the Golden Girls. Wait, I haven't seen the Golden <laughs> Christian is just man. You is... know, I can't even I can't even think of the title of the show that I was thinking this was, but it's, I'm sure it was something dumb. Three's Company. Um, uh, I like the Golden Girls. I like Betty White. Yeah. Yeah. Betty White first and show. Blanche. I ever, first thing I ever saw. Her, Blanche, was, my cat. Dennis and Dennis. Good. Good. <laughs> All right, I am dying to get out of this oh, news segment. Man. So our last, our last bit of news is that lightsaber dueling has been registered as an official sport in France. We all know where I'm moving to. So, um, it, let's see. What does this say? So I'm on theguardian.com. Uh, the country's fencing federation has officially recognized lightsaber dueling as a competitive sport, granting the weapon from George Lucas's space saga the same status as the other traditional blades used at the Olympics. Wow, that's cool. So, to France! To France we go. They're always ahead of the times, I guess. Stop your crying, the sign of the time. I bet you don't know that song either. I bet you're right. Anyway, that's all my news. Yeesh. 
Thank God. We got out of here without Christian <laughs> Let's making some. Move on. I, wait, I've like played lightsabers with my friends before. It's Christian. Talk about nostalgia. <laughs> I've Christian's done that. Christian's been a news. <laughs> well, one time I had a lightsaber. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. I don't even know what I'm thinking about. What is a lightsaber? <laughs> Oh, I was thinking lifesaver, <laughs> like the candy. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, are we ready to move on? Yes. Yeah. Okay, nostalgia so, of the week. So our nostalgia of the week comes from us, come, come, oh, my goodness, comes to us from a far distant land and time. The third age, to oh. be exact, the, Christian. The third age. And that would be Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yay. Yay. So finally we're getting to some good nostalgia on this podcast. <laughs> so Kendra, why don't you kick us off because you are the reason that I watched this in the first place. So I why don't would you tell love us? to. Um so the year was no, I actually don't know what year it was, but 2000, I remember two thousand and one. When we watched it? Or when came it out? came out. Yeah, it came yeah out. we must have watched it in 2001 because we saw, y'all saw the second one in theaters. It's true. So, okay, 2001, uh, we sat down on the couch uh, in our apartment and we, as a family, watched Lord of the Rings and my life has never been the same. Uh, we actually, I didn't know anything about it when we watched it because I was in, what, fifth grade? Sixth grade? I was either in fifth or oh, no. sixth grade. I was in third grade, so you okay, were so in... I was in fifth grade. Yeah. Um, and I just... I loved everything about it. And because I didn't know anything about it, um, we we thought they were going to destroy the ring at the end of the movie. Um, and then, as you know, the first movie ends with them looking like over the hills to Mordor. Uh, and we were just like, what... There's going to be more. Um, and from then on, I I just bought everything that had Elijah Wood's face on it, uh, Orlando Bloom's face on it. Um, I tried learning Elvish and tried speaking it to my friends who were not <laughs> interested at all. <laughs> like during basketball games, like I'm on the bench waiting to play and I'm like trying to teach my friends Elvish. Oh I can picture Kendra. Lack of thaka thaya. Or whatever the heck he said. Um, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I have a specific memory of I was in, I think it was geography class, and we had to take a test, and she always told us, like, if you're done with your test, you can, like, turn it over and draw or whatever on the back. So I turned my test over, and I wrote out the whole opening speech that Galadriel gives about like the rings and like the ring getting lost and going to Gollum. Like I just wrote it all out and I like showed it to my teacher and she was like, cool. And I was like, is this not cool? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I just wrote that, out an entire speech for that you blew from my Lord mind of the Rings. That Kendra could write out the the whole, <laughs> and there was three rings given to the elves. Honestly, Kendra was the definition of super fan from oh, the get-go. I was, I was. Like, uh, let, me, let me explain to those who don't know you, Kendra, <laughs> what I mean. Like, a normal fan would, I would say, read the books a lot, watches the movies a lot, probably knows about, like, the mythology. 
Kendra saved like things in magazines that said like buy the DVD at Walmart. Oh yeah, she, I'd cut everything like, out and anything with it. Lord of the Rings on it, she'd keep it. Especially anything with Orlando Bloom. Yes, that was like. I had threw away um, any of it. She has like binders of like cardboard <laughs> cereal boxes. Yeah, I did that for Star Wars too. Yeah, um, the cereal boxes were for Star Wars, but I had like a uh, one of the, you know those calendars that you like tear off a new page every day. I had a Lord of the Rings one, but I would like keep the ones that I tore off. Page. Um, so, and I had, I also had a wall calendar too that I loved and I would just like flip through and look at the pictures. I loved it. Uh, Kendra, do you remember your Orlando Bloom t-shirt that you had? Of yes. Just his face? Yeah, I do remember <laughs> that. I had a couple Orlando Bloom t-shirts that I bought online that were not like amazing. It was just like t-shirts that someone had like made like pressed a picture onto yeah, yeah. Um, but i had a white one that had uh him as legless and then i had a black one that had um orlando bloom on it uh my family i did not buy it for myself my family went to the mall and bought me a cardboard cutout of legless that i then kept Life in my size. room yeah bought it at fye yeah oh, for it real. did um, when was I that? Was, it was not. In, we were in. Yeah, we were. We were in, in Florida. Oh, so should we? Means... They bought it for her because she was really sick. I was had, sick like, our, and I couldn't go to the mall. And our and we had our extended over. family down. Yeah, and, uh, so and I was like, "Bring me back her. something from the mall," and that's what they brought me back. And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I mean, I loved it. I still have it. So <laughs> it was meant to be a joke, I think. But Kendra loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Uh, I had several Orlando Bloom legless posters um, that I hung on my wall. So, yes. So I was very sad when he got engaged to Katy Perry. Um, but he hasn't done anything lately. But anyway, nope. needless to say, I love Lord of the Rings. I still love it to yeah. this day. It is my favorite movie the three of them are my favorite movie so what about you guys <laughs> christian why don't you why don't you go see okay i don't know if i talked to you before i watched it or not but here's what i remember about it what well, that time see... if you ever talked to kendra for anything i'm sure she brought up lord <laughs> of the rings yeah the first so. one i saw so the first one i saw um we actually bought the movie at Walmart on VHS, and uh, me and Morgan watched it together, and that was like my first exposure to The Lord of the Rings. But um, I had seen there was some reason why I was like drawn to it. Like I had either seen posters or like um, I just remember like being there was some reason that I was like, oh, this is gonna be cool. And I want to like spend my allowance on this or something. And then we watched it and I was just like, that was the most, like I had no clue what it even was. Like the story, I didn't know it was a book or anything. So like the first one, I was just like mind blown <laughs> like yeah. the whole time. Like, wow, what are they going to do? Like, you know, it, this is like, it's so weird now like to see that these came out like every year, like one after the other. 
Cause yeah, well, they filmed remember, them all at the we'll, same we'll get, time. Yeah, we'll get yeah, into that. I remember being like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the next one. Like, it felt like I waited, like, forever for Two Towers to come out. And I remember being so excited uh, when that came out. And then, uh, yeah, same thing with Return of the King. Although, with Return of the King, I had to pee from the moment, basically, <laughs> that that started to the end. So, it, it was, like, three hours of holding pee. Yeah, that's a, that's the movie is, to choose to hold your, yeah, to hold your urine. I was like, oh, I should have used the bathroom. Like, 30 minutes in, I was like, oh, I should have used the bathroom yeah. before I came in. Um, but, uh, yeah. So this movie, it's kind of ironic because I did not like them because I, the first time I watched it, I was scared oh, yeah. of the orcs. And the first one at the end made me cry when I first watched it. And then I got over the orcs, and then in the second one, Gollum comes in, and oh boy, I was not messing around with Gollum. Gollum was so creepy. So it just it took me a long time. The only one I saw in theater was the third one, and by the, the by that time, I I was fine with everything. Yeah. Um, so it kind of took me a while to get into it, but everybody was into it. Like, all of our friends were into it, and I just was kind of like, well, I, I'm just going to have to get over this. So I did, and I love – these – I don't – I would not give most movies the word masterpiece or perfect, but these are. Yeah. These are one movie to me. It was – that's the way they were filmed. It was all filmed at once. It it has a very special feel to it. I've this is kind of for somebody who's watched the bonus features on the DVD probably once a year out of just enjoyment. So these movies to me are by far the most perfect thing that I, I will ever think are on film. I mean, I know that there's movies that are, people consider better or whatever. But these, to me, are the best movies ever made. And good luck trying to tell me otherwise. But um, so it's a bit ironic that I did not like I did not like them until the third one came out. And then I watched the third one in theaters like twice. And I mean, I've seen them all. We've seen them all a thousand times. Um, so and then the extended editions came out, and oh, those Billy. those were in. I was so excited for Kenner to buy them because I knew Kenner would buy them, so I didn't have to. <laughs> and I did. And they came in like the coolest cases. Yeah. And we, I haven't seen we. So we're reading the Fellowship, the books, and um, we watched up to where we were at recently, like this past week, and. My buddy was like, this is like the first time that I've seen the extended. And I was like, I can't remember the last time I've seen the extended, but I watch Lord of the Rings like once a year. I, I get in a mood once a year where I sit down and watch all three. Oh, yeah. So, so like, I haven't seen the theatrical versions in I don't know how yeah, long. Yeah, uh-huh. So, so. Um, I wish yeah. there was an option on the extended to just watch the, the like, the theatrical version. But when I say that to Eric, he's like, why would you watch the <laughs> right, theatrical yeah. version? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch the extended version. Right. So Yeah. I I recently acquired the extended version, so I'm a theatrical version person. 
But that's beyond. That's beyond. It's. If, I if love you, those movies. If you call yourself, I just like never. A fan, I just don't. I just, I just never don't got know why them. you're settling for. Well, I just why would you watch them. two hours of Lord and of the Rings when you could watch four hours of Lord of the Rings? And then, like, other people had them. By the time I was like, oh, I need to get these, it was always like, other people had them. Mm. Like, you had them. So, yeah. like, I just feel like, oh, I'll just watch it on your on your discs instead of <laughs> buying it, right, you know? Right, So, but um, I did finally do it. Well, should we, I mean, do you want to talk about, like, things for each movie or... Yeah, I would like to kind Favorite of talk thing parts of each movie. I would just kind of at at first I would like to just talk about Peter Jackson a little bit um and kind of the craziness of of this movie being made. So, Peter Jackson wasn't I and Kinder, you've obviously read a little bit more of that book than I have, but from what I know, Peter Jackson wasn't a really a famous director no. or uh he had done a lot of kind of B-list horror movies. Um, And so him getting this movie made was a big deal. It was hard. Uh, Obviously, we've talked about uh, New Line being kind of the last studio to accept him and make it into three movies. And so I just kind of – I looked up the budget, um, and these are a lot of numbers, so I'm not going to really give you all that much, but – the budget for all three movies. So the first two uh, was ninety-four million per for Fellowship and for Two Towers, and then the third one was one hundred and nine million. So that's a total of two hundred and ninety-seven million dollars for all wow. three. Okay, that's a relatively low budget. To put that into perspective, The Hobbit was two hundred and fifty yeah. million. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to make a trilogy, it's a relatively low. Now. Domestic box office was one billion seven hundred and fifty-six million three hundred and thirty-four thousand five hundred twenty-eight. For the three of For them? all three, so billion dollars. Okay. For the worldwide, it was one billion nine hundred and twenty-six thousand fifty thousand nine hundred and sixty-four. Wow. So. The total profit was for for all three of those movies was one billion eight hundred and four million six hundred and eighty four thousand four hundred and sixteen. Wow! So a lot of money. Yeah. So that what that means is for the rest of Peter Jackson's life, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. The like to put that into perspective, that's that is like first ballot Hall of Fame numbers. That's like taking your team to the Super Bowl three years in a row. You know, it's like winning the Super Bowl three years in a row. Like he, what he did was unheard of at the time. You know, he, he changed on a low budget and made these things. Not only, I mean, that's just box office numbers. He changed the economy of New Zealand. Oh, yeah. It's now one of the biggest touristing countries in the world. Um, not even, I mean, we're not talking about merchandise. I owned like 20 Lord of the Rings action figures. So, you know, it's just what he did for these movies and for his country and for the film industry is he can do it. I mean, that's why he got his King Kong movie made was because he new line profited from him making these movies so much. So he's kind of able to just do whatever he wants, you know? Um, 
So, yeah, that's all. That's all I wanted to say about Peter Jackson and that. Um, I do have some facts, fun facts, because we like fun, fun facts. Fun facts. Um, so Aragorn was the last role to be casted. Um, Nick Cage was offered the role of Aragorn, and oh. he turned. Thank God. That would have been horrible. I know know we've, like, joked about stuff, but, like, on a serious note, like, some stuff is just, like, thank God it happened. You know what I mean? Like, Nick Cage turned it down because of family obligations. I know that Russell Crowe was considered at one point, but then they finally uh, decided with Stuart Townsend. Now, Kendra, I know you don't know that name, but you do do know who that is. I know the name. He was Dorian Gray in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, Remember what he looks like? No, I'll look up. I'll look okay. up his face. So he was he was um, going to be Aragorn, and they filmed with him a good amount. And finally, Peter Jackson just said he's too young. I don't feel uh, I don't feel comfortable with him. And Vigo was was kind of hired at the last minute, and it was mainly because of Vigo's son who was a huge Lord of the Rings fan that inevitably pushed Vigo to doing the role, um, which is kind of a interesting thing. I mean, it's interesting to think Nicolas Cage and Vigo, I mean, and Russell Crowe, and then finally they landed on Vigo Mortensen. So, yeah. um, I do not recognize like, him, Stuart Townsend. Well, he was Dorian Gray, and you love League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, so I remember that. Um, I I do enjoy that movie. <laughs> I do not know why. It's fun. <laughs> so it's these, a fun I, romp. it's not at okay. all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I have. I think I could go on and on, but I don't want to take stuff from y'all. So if you guys got anything to say or add. I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes. I've assumed it would be high, but I thought it would just be fun to look. Um, they're all in the 90s for uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Which one do you think has the highest? I've already looked them up, so oh, I know. Okay. Christian, what do you think? Which one do you think um, has the highest rating? Return of the King. No. That's what I, that's what I would that have thought. No, no, Two Towers. Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. I would have th- I would have thought cuz I would have thought Two Towers Re- would be the lowest. Return of the King won the most. I mean, Return of the King won 12 Academy Awards. So, just cuz the Two Towers is the most action filled. Two I, Towers I is so I mean, they're all so good. I can't possibly pick a favorite. But Two Towers is so good. <clears throat> this if I'm going to my... if I'm going to put one in to just watch it's probably going to be Two Towers or Fellowship. Um, I usually only watch Return of the King if I'm like watching them all the way through. Right, if I want to yeah. just watch some Lord of the Rings, probably Two Towers. Um, this is my Jurassic Park. You know, yeah. Eric said he can't rank them. I can't. I, I mean, it's so hard. The thing, the thing that's different about this franchise from other franchises is. This is one director, one vision, one go. It was all filmed at the same time. You have movies like even Star Wars, George Lucas didn't direct all of them, and now obviously not. But Harry Potter has a different director, different view, different pace. These are just one 
go. You know what I mean? They're just one director, yeah. one cast. It really cast, made a difference a that they, they did it all at the same time. Yes, yes. And it, for the better. I mean, Lord of the Rings, the books were intended to be just it, just one book. Um, so it's 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 ironic that like the movies were filmed all at once so um yeah christian's looking at lord of the rings jewelry right now um so he's oh, i was actually thinking back podcast, seriously <laughs> i was know. thinking back as like trying to think back of the merch that was yeah around then like um, go have a talk in there well you know sky mall doesn't exist anymore but every time we would get on a plane I would always look through the Sky Mall catalog and they always had a Lord of the Rings section and you could like buy like the swords, you could buy mm-hmm. the even star, you could buy like all sorts of stuff. I always love that. Yeah. Um yeah, we we did have a lot of merch, a lot of the the board games. Uh we've talked about the video games uh on our GameCube episode. Um and obviously, Good. you've played other video games, Lord of the Rings video games since then. Yeah, there's a lot of PC games too. Yeah, the the uh, the Two Towers and Return of the King games are will forever be one of my favorite games. I think they did a really good job sticking to the movie and kind of making you feel like you were playing through the movies. Um, so yeah, they were. I I loved everything about those games. Also, Battle for Middle Earth uh, One was really yeah. good. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Um, had that on PC. Corbin had some other game that was Lord of the Rings inspired. It was a Lord of the Rings game, but it was like it was the one I played in Florida when we were little. The War of the Ring. War of the Ring I on the know. computer. Yeah, War of the Ring. War of the Ring. That one mm-hmm. was fun. Um, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I didn't. No, have you go fun. ahead. No, you um, go ahead. I have uh, just a couple fun facts here. Um, Sean Connery was was up for the role of Gandalf, but he didn't understand the script. Like he just didn't get it, <laughs> so he decided not to to do the role. Um, so he he said, "I never understood it. I read the book. I read the script. I saw the movie. I still don't understand it. I would be interested in doing something that I I so." Hold on. I would be interested in doing something that I didn't fully understand, but not for eighteen months. <laughs> yeah, I, that would have been weird. Yeah, I mean, all of that is it was for the better. Yeah. I, I mean, and also it, he took League of Extraordinary Gentlemen instead of instead of being gay. What a brilliant! What a brilliant move he did <laughs> by that. Um, but see, it's just things like things like that are what make these movies special and i know a lot of uh, there's been there's a lot of criticism about the hobbit and it wasn't as good but in a way it's like well no duh it's not going to be as good like these movies were like had lightning in a bottle yeah and there's no way to like it took me all of 10 minutes to be like oh these movies aren't going to be like lord of the rings you know it's not I mean, you can't expect to have to recreate the magic that you had with these movies. Um, right. So, um, Jake Gyllenhaal auditioned to play Frodo. Um, apparently, he went in and uh, didn't know he needed a British accent, and he said he heard back later it was literally one of the worst auditions that they heard. <laughs> 
was his interesting <laughs> well that's funny uh, if there is one criticism about the movies that i have i don't like frodo <laughs> i elijah wood is he's fine but he is pretty whiny well i think and that's just i think that's just the character i don't i don't know I, I don't know. I mean, every minute he's crying for Aragorn or Sam or Gandalf, and it it's a bit it's a bit much. But it doesn't it doesn't take away from the movie at all. I don't think um, it is what it is for the most part. But I don't really care for Frodo. I mean, yeah, he's not. He doesn't seem to stand uh, to be as like whiny in the books. Um, based mm-hmm. on what I've read so far of the fellowship, so, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he does. He, I would agree with Corbin. That's a that. well. That's a good. I mean, that's a good point to bring up. I, I obviously this is about the three movies and not the book, but I think that their adaptation of a movie of a book that the writer publicly said this is an unfilmable book like there's no way that this can be made into a movie they did a great job now if these if these came out today i have said i think that the best format is to do a show game of thrones has has proved that they could have been the first game of thrones but obviously i love these movies but to fit everything in from the books and the mythology and everything else a show would have been the great a great medium for it so do you want yeah, to hear a couple true. more fun facts? Yes. Uh, the producer really wanted to kill one of the hobbits. Um, so I guess they kept pushing Peter Jackson that one of the four hobbits had to die. And Peter Jackson just kept like, every time he would say that, they would just like smile. He would smile and just be like, sure, we can consider that. And then he never did. <laughs> Which would have been terrible to kill one of them, especially because yeah. the ending is so good. Um, Sean Bean trekked up a mountain in costume. I used to be a bit terrified of flying, he said, so I had to walk the whole way, really. I was two hours behind everybody else on top of this mountain because I just didn't want to get into any helicopters. <laughs> Interesting. So that's in uh, Fellowship, obviously. Huh. Um, uh, last fun fact, an entire action scene was destroyed by a flood. So, the end of the Fellowship of the Ring originally featured a scene where the heroes are ambushed by a band of orcs as they uh, row through rapids on the Anduin River. We had all kinds of action planned with boats flipping over and Legolas boat afloat as it bucks and tosses while the elf standing with a foot on each of the uh, boats would be firing arrows at the attackers, Jackson shared. But Mother Nature had other ideas, and a massive flood, in addition to causing a state of emergency in Queenstown, New Zealand, washed the entire ambush set down the river. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. That's so, that's so wild. This, oh, okay, one more, because I can't believe this. Bill the Pony was two people in a horse costume. That's odd. No way. That's not true. That can't yeah. be true. If it's if it's I on mean, the internet, it's true. You don't. Do you even see the pony go, like no. trot away? No, I don't, I don't think so. Is it? They he just walk like, with it for a while. Well, Kendra, that's crazy. If that's true. Okay, 
hold on. Let me read. I mean, there. I remember scenes with him in Bill DePaulney is there. Like, I don't. Aragorn. Aragorn leads him into the. This does nothing for me. And my in my fandom for this. Okay, listen. Listen to what this says. Sam's pony Bill was in Fellowship's Midgewater Marshes scene, actually a panto pony, due to the difficulty of working with a live animal in a swamp. Not sure what a panto pony is? Well, that's a fancy way of saying Bill was a pony suit with one person in the front half and one person in the back. It wasn't exactly easy to work with either. Um, So they said, we had a terrible struggle to get the pony to walk through the marshes because the performers were completely blind, buried in this costume and up to their waists in a real swamp, shared Jackson. Bill would try to walk and then (laughs) would start to wobble and everyone would have to rush in and catch him before he fell over. There was one hilarious moment where the front legs moved without the back legs and Bill got stretched into a sort of long sausage dog. (laughs) Wow. I'm going to look for that now uh, when I watch the movie. So if you want to see, I skipped a lot. If you want to see the rest of these fun facts, they're on mentalfloss.com. The article is called 20 Epic Facts About the Lord of the Rings Trilogy. Oh, my goodness. It was written this this year. It was written beginning of January. Wow. wow. Fresh. So should we rate Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Um, yeah, is there anything else we have to discuss, Christian? Any final thoughts? He looks so blankly into space, (laughs) and then just turned and looked at me. I know. With a stare of like, uh... Like, Christian has been on Yahoo, he was on Intuit accounts, (laughs) he is not even here. Again, we ask him to focus for an hour and a half, once a week, and he can't do it. Go ahead, um, go ahead, Christian. What do you think? What do you think about it? I love these movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all I have to say. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. I think, I Kendra, let's vote on if we still want Christian in on this podcast. <laughs> Christian is the golem of this podcast. <laughs> Shall we rate? Um, yeah, I give this an 11 out of 10, because it's better than I eight. was going to give it 11 out of 10. Oh, but these go to 11. These go to 11. Um, no, I will say, before we go, I will say that these, the books, the movies, everything, it, it is such a, this is probably the warmest of feels I get of nostalgia for anything. Um. It is. It almost leaves you with kind of a reverence for how the movie was made, against kind of the odds of every studio turning them down, against a low budget. They made these great movies, and same with the books. Um, so yeah, I, I this is an eleven all day for me. So eleven all day. Eleven all day. Eleven day. Well, I'll stick with the rules and give it a ten. Out of ten. Wow. <laughs> Kendra, are you done rummaging through your drawers? Well, or I was preparing our uh, extra credit for today. Oh, wow. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's not sorry, but it is a board game that I've had for many years. Oh! And, are we doing Trivial Pursuit? Yes, it is Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit. Well, what grade oh, do you give shoot. this? And then I'm giving a story about you in that game. <laughs> Me? 
I already yes. said 11 out of 10. Okay. Uh, so one time, Kendra really for a long, long time was unstoppable at that game. Yeah. She knew she knew everything. I think I could beat you now, but she knew everything at the time. And one time, the final question was, what is the song that Gandalf is singing when Frodo meets him it in was, the fellowship? It was, what is the last line of the song? It Which wasn't is what? even the whole song. What's the last line? Uh, and I must follow if I can. And it was so funny because I was right. I was playing against my uncle and my dad, and they read that question so smugly, like I wasn't gonna get well, it. Okay, to their credit, Kendra was like, <laughs> "Daggum, Tom Brady with it." She just <laughs> won every time, and then they're like, "We got her," and she's like, "Nope, I know literally everything," and got it right. Oh, that was so funny. All right. So um, they deserve to be smug. The kid was like, oh, no. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. What does Treebeard lament that there are too few Ents left to care for? I read that uh, kind of weird. What yeah. does What does Treebeard lament that there are too few Ents left to care for? The trees? The, the, the forest? Yes. The trees. We'll go with whoever shouts the answer first. Okay. So that he's was saying weird, there. I know it was really weird weirdly. Question. Uh, there are too few ants left to care for the trees. Is what I was oh, trying to say. Uh, okay. Gotcha. What? What fellowship twosome spot Gollum spying on them from behind a log in the river? Frodo and Air, uh, Aragorn. No. <laughs> Frodo and Gandalf. Not not Frodo. <laughs> Boromir uh, and Aragorn. Yes, Aragorn and Boromir. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Who is the only member of the Fellowship to wear armored boots? Gimli. Yes. Christian, pick up the pace. Sorry. Who in the Fellowship oh. solves the riddle so the doors at Moria's west gate Frodo. open? Yes. Frodo! It's a riddle. Stick <laughs> and an inter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who does Theoden order to get the wounded on horses after the warg refugee attack? Oh, this uh, is a hard Legolas. One. No, you got to remember this guy's name. No, it's Tama. A... No, he died. Uh, oh, oh, um, Rim, Rim, Rimba. <laughs> Rimley, Rimley. Rimley. <laughs> is it Rimley? Rimba. No. no. Oh, Rahim. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Roswell. <laughs> Ra- Raquel. Well, now we're just getting silly. <laughs> Do, you- <laughs> Do you want the answer? Yeah. yeah. Gambling. 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 Uh, what kind of animal is a New Zealand weta that inspired the name of the film's special effects workshop? Like a dragonfly. I'll give you that. It's an insect. It's what it says. Oh, nice. All right. You want to do one more card? That was a card. Give us give us three more. I could do this all day. All right, all day. Who says to the white wizard in Fangorn, who are you? Show yourself. Aragorn. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It is Aragorn. Aragorn! <laughs> what? <laughs> that was my Frodo in Yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> I knew exactly who you were doing. Uh, what object in Grima's hand does Saruman push away from the mysterious black powder? What? What? Oh, oh, a candle. Yeah, good job. A oh. lit candle. 
Gotcha. Uh, what title does Gimli assign Aomer at the first at their first meeting? My lady. Horse horse master. Yeah. Good job. Aomer is a dude, oh, Christian. <laughs> my, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> you give me your name, my lady, and I shall give you mine. <laughs> uh, what name? Oh man, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> what name does Faramir call the path into Mordor that lies northeast of Minas Morgul? The Morgul Vale. No, that's a good uh, guess, though. Um, it's more. Uh, it's a more. Uh, it's like its actual name. Mm, Dol Guldor? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. This, this, uh, okay, can you repeat the question? I can. What does, oh wait, what name does Faramir call the path into Mordor that lies northeast of Minas Morgul? The path of Caradoras or something? No, that's the. No, that's in the first part. So he says this, <laughs> he says this when. Oh yeah, that's Sauron or he's, Saruman. He's hearing from Sam and Frodo, or like, "Here's where we're going," and he's like, "You're going here." Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just don't know what he says. Kirith so. Ungol. Oh, oh yeah. gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> how could you not remember that? Um, what does Gollum tell Frodo and Sam the world will be covered in when the last war ends? Darkness. No. That's a good guess. Uh, Shadow. Yes. Good job. Good job. It was something about darkness (laughs) or like dark. I can't remember. Which actor sported a black mohawk hairdo under his wig during filming? Elijah Wood. I mean, not Elijah Wood, Orlando Bloom. Yes. Good job. All right. One more card. Then we've got to, we've got to end this thing. Okay. What beings do Frodo and Sam hear singing in the forest on route elves. to Bree? Elves. What kind of elves? What, uh, uh, mm. uh, woodland elves? Yeah, wood elves. Oh. Wood elves. Wood elves. Who drags Frodo to cover when the ringwraith flies over them in the dead marshes? Gollum. No. Sam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there's only, the only two options. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And the cover. And Gollum doesn't care. Cases. Yeah, he does. Oh, he, he, does. he pulls him out of the marshes. Yeah, he pulls him out of stuff. <laughs> What's Gollum eating raw when Sam says... Yes. Bunny. Rabbit. Yes, rabbit. Uh, what wielder of the sword of Narsil was killed by Sauron in an ec- epic... Isildur! Second Age battle. No, not Isildur. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, his dad. Oh, his dad. dad. What? Wielder of the Sword of Narsil. Elendil. Yes! Wow! Damn! Man, we are quite dorky. Yeah! Okay. Remember, he he yells Elendil. uh, Oh! Oh! Aragorn! Aragorn! Uh, What's the name of the boy (laughs) who. Sorry. What's the name of the boy whose sword? Oh, wrong, wrong show. Aragorn tests out before the Battle of Helm's Deep. Hama, Hama, Sama, Hama, Hama. Yeah, exactly. I am Hama. Hama, Hama, Hama. I am always like, what the heck? 
is his dad's name. <laughs> he says my lord in there. So but it like sounds like he's saying a name. His name is Haleth. Hama, Sama Hama. He says Haleth. I think he says, son of Hema, my lord. Hema is the guy oh, that Hema. got eaten by the warg. Yeah. Uh, well, that makes sense. Like, I cannot let you enter so armed. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen any of the... I've shown you some of the riff tracks for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think so. That part, um, he says, this is a good sword. And the <laughs> riff tracks are like, I love a good sword. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't watched any riff tracks, I highly recommend you look up the riff tracks for Lord of the Rings. Like, just watch it on YouTube. It's real funny. Um, all right, last question. How many hours did it take to apply the lead hobbit's prosthetic feet? Oh, two, it's like... Two, four, or six? Six. Wow, no, it's two. <laughs> well, dang it. <laughs> all I mean, right. all that hair, I'm that putting, detail. I'm putting the lid... <laughs> Back on these cards, even though we could, no! go, we could go all night for Kendra! sure. <laughs> we can just off, pod, off podcast. We can just you know somewhere. There's a hammer. There's a hammer. Son of hammer, 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 hammer. Hamana, hamana, hamana. Or whatever. He literally is. mutters the crap out of that line. He does. I never yeah. know what he's saying. Yeah. Well, he's scared. He's about to fight in the Battle of Helm's Deep. Yeah, he definitely was not a warrior. <laughs> He probably died. Good. If he dies, he dies. All right. Well, if you would like to tell us your thoughts on uh, Lord of the Rings, we would love to hear it. Uh, only if they are positive, because it's the best movie, as we said. Uh, so you can share those thoughts with us uh, by email, this at gmail.com, or on Twitter at this at... No, just at Nostalgia Me This on Twitter. Um, and you can listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. And if you want to hear about Christian's <laughs> review of you, you can follow him on Instagram at cflinchin1991. Oh he would love slide right into those DMs. He would love to hear what you have to say about you. Wow. Drop the mic. Cut that out of that part. Out of this Drop the mic, son. <laughs> uh, do you have a quote? Oh, I I do, but it's too cliche. Oh, is it? It's a cliche line. Which one is Not it? all who are wonder are lost. Yeah, <laughs> too cliche for this podcast. <laughs> Hold on. Should we? Uh, should we? We can. I mean, there's Gandalf's song that he sings. I mean, Christian Christian can try to say his Aragorn about nobody can wield it. In his Aragorn oh, voice. Oh, you cannot wield it. None of us can. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so weird in that one. That one scene, his his like voice yeah, is so his, different his from the rest. Yeah, his accent is a little weird in that one scene. He's trying to yell. It's a dangerous business, Frodo. Going out your front door, you step into the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there is no knowing where you might. Where you might be swept off to. Beautiful. Those words inspired a song from Under Oath for anyone <laughs> to know. I did want to know. Thank you for sharing. Christian, yes. God dang it. Please shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, Goodbye, everyone. 
Christian, I'm getting so tired of you. 